With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There's a time and a place for black and white. Like when you're learning to play piano. Or when you want a big two-toned cookie. Or when shopping for a pet zebra. But if you want to attract customers, there's no room for black and white. So go to Staples. Staples specializes in bold, hard-to-miss color printing. And now at Staples, get 20% back in rewards on color printing. From banners to brochures and copies to presentations. Print more color, save more money at Staples. In-store only. Ends 11, 10, 18. Restrictions apply. See store associate or staples.com slash 20 back for details. Blog Talk Radio. before we sleep. Lawman is putting into my running and I'm so far from my We will not go gently. Uh, we're going to unleash hell here in December. Oh, mama, I can hear you crying. You're so scared and all alone. Hey, somebody fix this guy's buckle. I don't to play football. coming down from the gallows and I don't have very Gentlemen of Steeler Nation, wherever you may be this Wednesday night, we welcome you to the 
Uh, the first edition of The Standard is the Standard in 2016 lands tomorrow, or if you're listening in podcast form, it's Thursday. It's the day the Pittsburgh Steelers report to training camp. It's a great day. How are you doing out there on the West Coast, Lance? I'm doing fantastic. I'm recharged, replenished, and rejuvenated and fired up for the Steelers' 2016 campaign. Let's get it rocking. Absolutely, and and the thing is, is that this off season and Lance, you know, you were on a couple times this off season. Uh, we didn't have shows every week. It was pretty slow. Well, it's not slow anymore. Uh, there's a lot of news going on right now. Uh, whether it's Le'Veon Bell, the the ongoing saga of Le'Veon Bell, which it seems like it's kind of taken the place of Brandon Boykin, as we used to call it last season, as the Boykin turns, um, which he just signed with the Chicago Bears, by the way. Quick little side note for those that are listening live. Um, Still, Le'Veon Bell, now Antonio Brown stuff. We got all this training camp news to start with. But before we get into anything, I think it's important that we talk about our sponsors. Obviously, that's an important part of the show, am I right? Uh, We are sponsored by Frank Walker Law, everybody. Frank Walker Law, he's one of the best criminal attorneys in the area. If you're in western Pennsylvania or even northern West Virginia, you can call Frank Walker. He will get the job done for you, like I said one of the nation's top 100-ranked trial attorneys, Frank Walker Law. And also, Centerfield Smokes, the best and the most unique Pittsburgh sports apparel provider for Pittsburgh fans everywhere. You can go to their website, centerfieldsmoke.com. We are going to be giving away some free merch, some free merchandise coming up, Lance. So make sure you're following um, them at Centerfield Smoke. Their Twitter feed is at CFSmoke. Follow us on Twitter at BT Steel Curtain to get all those details. Let's get right into the biggest thing. Lance, before we went on the air, I ask you, what do you want to talk about first? Do you want to talk about Le'Veon Bell, or do you want to talk about Antonio Brown? And you said, let's talk about the knucklehead, which means one thing, Le'Veon Bell. So I'm going to give you the platform, my friend. Go ahead, spout off, read whatever you got to do. Go ahead and talk about Le'Veon Bell a little bit. See, I posted a question on my boards, and I asked a simple question. And the simple question I ask people on my boards Will the Steelers win the Super Bowl in the 2016-2017 campaign? And I don't want to start off the year as a Debbie Downer, but if you guys listen to this show, you realize I'm the pessimist and Jeff is joy (laughs) from the movie Inside Out. If you have kids, you know the movie Inside Out. Jeff is joy, and I'm the pessimist guy. So we make a nice little balance. So my answer to that simple question was no, because the Steelers, certain individuals, have a lack of professionalism. Now, I can have egg on my face. I could be wrong. But if somehow he gets out of it with the claim that I changed my number and doesn't get a four-game suspension, well, holler at your boy. I'm sorry, Le'Veon and you're a very good MC. Let me just say both things. But both things probably aren't true when you hear this language, that under the NFL, the intervention program, notice is deemed to have occurred when delivery is made via Federal Express or similar means of overnight delivery to the address provided by said player, Le'Veon Bell, or when a voicemail or text message is left at the number provided by the player. 
and it is on the it's the onus of the player to get the message. He doesn't have to confirm it. The league doesn't care. They send it. They assume you get it. So assuming, and thanks to Christian Carazana, who's a member of the boards on Facebook, thank you for posting this, assuming that the voicemail or text message was left on the number that Bale previously provided, there is notice it matters not if he changed the number but forgot to inform the program of the new number. So it's on Le'Veon Bell to supply whatever information he needs to supply to his handler so he can be contacted to take the test. The reason the Steelers may not win the Super Bowl will be because of behavior like this and a lack of professionalism. Listeners, you want to know why the Patriots are in the mix? They stem this, they get rid of this type of issue, and they don't beat themselves off the field. If you're going to beat them, you are going to have to out-execute them on the football field. So shame on Le'Veon. If he does get suspended, it's a lack of maturity. It's a lack of professionalism. He has to take care of stuff like this. And this is part of being a professional athlete. And kiss that $15 million goodbye because it's not happening. Okay, now let's let's break this down a little bit. I want to talk first about Le'Veon's excuse about the, the bum phone number, which is kind of like the dog ate my homework excuse. And then I want to talk about you talking about the Super Bowl and how they could lose, they could possibly not make it because of Le'Veon Dub. But let's start with the excuse. Now, a good friend of ours, Joe Kuzma over at Steel City Underground, sent me this. Uh, there are three tweets from John Clayton from ESPN. Now, this is a guy that – he was a former beat writer for the Steelers back in Chuck Knowles' days. He's now at ESPN. He's considered an insider. Um, he writes that Le'Veon Bell actually has a chance. He writes Le'Veon Bell does, ha- does have a chance to maybe get out of his suspension if the drug tester, meaning the person that is going to administer the test, didn't make good contact to schedule his test. He said on the Bell story, missing a test is the same as failing a test, but the tester has to show he made good effort to contact he said, still, Bell might find it hard to win this case, but he's going to try. Now, here's what there's another wrench in it. You and I were texting earlier today, and you said basically along the lines of, well, Goodell's going to have the ultimate say. That's not true anymore. Remember, they had that amendment to the CBA, I believe, that stated that all um, appeals would not go to Goodell, but a third party, kind of like an arbitrator. So in that instance, they're going to – Le'Veon Bell has to have, and this is what I keep coming back to, this is a really weird situation. Le'Veon Bell goes on social media and comments on a picture that says, I'm not going to miss any games. You've got to have something up your sleeve. You've got to have some type of proof, some type of, I don't know, some type of backbone to your argument that's going to make that come to fruition, or else you are really screwing yourself in terms of the public opinion. Because you're, you're, the way people view you right now is already dog trash because, let's be honest, you've messed up twice now. And so unless you have this really good excuse that a third-party um, person hearing this is going to say, you know what, I, I agree, Le'Veon Bell, um, he's not at fault here, whether it's a phone number, 
whether the administrator of the test didn't do his job correctly. I just think you, you have to be pretty confident in yourself or else you're, you're just a complete fool. Now, with that being said, I think that Le'Veon Bell could fall into the category of complete fool off the field anyways after his escapades with LeGarrette Blunt and then obviously this year. But still, do you think that there is a, that he has any leg to stand on in terms of this appeal? Because he obviously feels that he does. What do you think, Lance? Well, if he can use this simple excuse of it wasn't me, if that'll work, maybe <laughs> he has a leg to stand on. Wasn't me. It might have looked like me, but it wasn't me. Maybe that was my twin, but it wasn't me. Hey, look, Le'Veon Bell, bottom line, here's the thing that's troubling for the Steelers moving forward. And he's going to be a Pittsburgh Steeler because he's coveted by all 32 teams. He's lost significant leverage. I'm sure the Steelers will try to put some language in the contract to punish him if he pops or if he gets a failure in the program of some sort. He has leverage as well, given his value, the three Ps, his production, his pedigree, and his pay. So he has some leverage there. But if you just – and I'm speculating here – just – Inform your handler in the program that you're going to change your number, and here's the new number. Just do that. If you do that and you have record that you gave that person your number and he might, you know, maybe that's the case. Maybe he has texts or tweets or whatever, or I guess texts or emails, that he contacted the NFL and gave them the number and they didn't contact him in a reasonable fashion. Maybe that's the case. But, you know, he has some history. He has some baggage. So he may lose some of that benefit of doubt from the fan base. Well, I think he's already lost the benefit of the doubt the fan base. But here's what is interesting to me. And on our Behind the Steel Curtain uh, Twitter feed, again, that's at BT Steel Curtain. Follow us if you don't. I asked a question. I, I pinned this tweet at the top of our profile. I said, after hearing Le'Veon Bell's excuse of my phone number changed, and let's be honest, we don't know if that's actually fact yet. Le'Veon Bell, his agent, the Steelers, no one actually said that. This is kind of, uh, this is what makes it even more odd and, and strange. But still, I said, what do you think his punishment will be? And it was a poll. I gave three options. I said, the current suspension stands at four games. The suspension gets reduced, maybe down to maybe two games, or there's no suspension at all. There's over almost 600 people voted on this poll, Lance. 41% said the current suspension stands, which makes sense. I mean, if you look at the facts of what we, we know or what we think we know, it would make sense that you say that his current suspension will stand at four games. But 32% said that they think his suspension will get reduced, and 27 said that they don't think there's going to be a suspension at all. In other words, they believe Bell, and they think that he is going to get his way out of this thing. I'm not saying anything. I mean, honestly, if I had to put money down, it's going to be that he's going to get suspended four games. Every possible excuse that I hear or I comes into my mind about what that would sound like if he or his agent is talking to a third-party third party, um, arbitrator or whatnot sounds like a high school kid trying to explain what happened to his homework. Well, I broke my phone, and so when I got a new phone, I got a new number, and I didn't have your contact anymore because it was on my old phone. And it just sounds like you're in a principal's office. You know what I mean? 
I don't buy it necessarily. I really don't. Okay, so what, what would you say? Current suspension stands, it gets reduced, or there's no suspension at all. What do you think? I, I think the current suspension is going to stand. And here's the problem. And I don't want to go on some age rant and, you know, rip millennials or whatever. I love millennials. Let's say that. I have a T-shirt. I heart millennials. But let me just say this. <laughs> there are some things that just don't need to be discussed. When you're under the appeal process, how about you just shut up? No tweets, no posts, no nothing. Because right now, you're not suspended. Focus on football and on training camp and lower your profile. If you're a guy that has a DUI for smoking weed, for getting your cheech and chong on with a player who I will not name, why are you with Snoop? Now, you're a grown man. You could be with Snoop all you want, but why do I know you're with Snoop? Isn't that a bad look? I mean, you're trying to negotiate a new contract eventually. It just doesn't make sense. Sometimes players just do things that don't make sense in the pushing of their brands and trying to gain profile. Sometimes the best profile is no profile. So hopefully moving forward, he will fall back, focus on football, and hopefully if the suspension is overturned, get through a complete season and help the Steelers win a Super Bowl. That's enough. If he does all that, his profile will be taken care of and he will be rewarded handsomely with a fat old contract. Absolutely. Now, I do want to mention that we have a couple of callers that are on hold. I'm going to ask you to be patient. We're going to get you. We're going to get to you. But if you want to call in, you can at three four seven eight five zero eight five eight one. Again, three four seven eight five zero eight five eight one. Call in when you're on hold. You'll be able to listen to the show. We'll bring you on as soon as we can. I'm going to bring you all on after the uh, we're done talking about Le'Veon Bell. But you said something, Lance, that kind of got me going a little bit. And as you said, and this is completely accurate, out of the the duo that we are that make up the show. You are certainly the pessimist, or some would say the realist, whereas myself, I'm more of the optimist or someone that um, never really sees life outside of those black and gold glasses that I wear all around town. So, stated, though, that Le'Veon Bell, if he's suspended, that it's severely going to hurt their chances at a Super Bowl run. And i got to be honest, I, I can't disagree with you more. Le'Veon Bell's suspension would be for four games. Now, there has already been rumors that Bell could possibly start training camp, and no one even is even saying he would be physically ready to play in week one if he weren't suspended. Now, I personally think that he would be good enough. But for four games, you're telling me that after 2015, that this football team with D'Angelo Williams at running back would not be able to win at least two or three, of, or if not all four of those games without Le'Veon Bell, and then he comes back, he should be fresh, his knee should be healthy, he had the new dynamic to the offense for the last three quarters of the season. I just don't understand, and, and you're not alone here, Lance, and maybe I misunderstood or misconstrued your words, and if I did, I apologize, but there's a lot of people on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com that said this is screwing the season, they're done, it's all because of Bell and Bryant. Time out is what I'm saying. 
you still have Antonio Brown. You still have Ben Roethlisberger. You still have a very quality backup in, in D'Angelo Williams. I honestly don't understand where this sentiment is coming from. He's not suspended for 10 games. He's not suspended for a year like Brian is. He's suspended for four games. You think people in New England are saying, well, Brady's out for the first four games. There goes our season. No, they're not saying that. I look at the Steelers matchups, and I know there's a divisional game against Cincinnati in there and all that stuff. I think they can win every single game. Washington week one, Miami in week two, or I'm sorry, Cincinnati in week two. And I have to look up who they play in week three and week four. But still, I honestly don't feel that missing Le'Veon Bell for four games is that big of a deal. Missing for longer than that, now we're talking different stories. Did I misconstrue your words, or is that basically what you were saying? I really think if they miss Le'Veon, here's why I say it. If you're going to get to the Super Bowl in the AFC, and I don't have all the stats in front of me, you're going to need the one seed, especially in a year when Jimmy G for the New England Patriots is starting the first four games. The number one seed is right for the taking. If we could get, or if the Steelers could get, opponents coming to high on the march to the Super Bowl, that's gold. Getting New England out of Foxborough in an AFC championship is absolutely critical. And the Steelers play the Patriots. So if the Steelers, in my opinion, need to be up a couple of games on the Patriots, they need to win a division, and they need to be, they need to be seated higher than the Patriots. And preferably, they need a one or a two seed. So I think losing Le'Veon, they're going to still be very good, but it could be that one game where that, that they could have gotten a one seed as opposed to a two seed, and they may potentially have to go on the road and play in hostile territory in an AFC championship. They need the one seed. You know, if you're going to have to finish New England in the playoffs, because I'm just assuming New England will figure out a way to go 3-1 and one with Jimmy G. They'll, they'll figure out some way. I wouldn't even be surprised if they go 4-0. They'll figure out a way. I mean, they'll Belichick it somehow. They'll deflate balls or whatever, figure out some way to go 3-1, 4-0. So I'm just saying from a number one seed standpoint, his absence I think puts that at jeopardy. You give the Steelers the number one seed, they're going to the ball. They're going to be dancing. So I, I just think that's my perspective, that I think he puts that one, two seed in jeopardy. Okay, I, I hear you there. But let's talk about the four games quickly uh, that he's going to miss, okay? At Washington, do you think the Steelers can beat them without Le'Veon Bell? Probably. Yeah, I, I agree. At yeah, home against yeah, the Bengals. Remember, Perfect is again. Perfect is not playing in week two when they host the Bengals. I like the Steelers to win that game at all. Okay, they go to the Eagles. The dumpster fire that is the Philadelphia Eagles. I would have I would have them favored in that game as well. Okay, and the one that scares me the most is the fourth game when the Chiefs come behind field. Yeah, I think that's the, that, that's that's the most difficult game of the four. 
Yeah. So I guess I guess what I'm trying to say is that I I agree with you that with New England possibly being down in the first four games and they've got some tough games in there. They've got to go to Arizona. They've had three straight home games. Then I think a couple of divisions. Uh, Buffalo, Miami's in there, and Houston in their first four games. Um, the Steelers, it's not too bad. I mean, you look at the tough games. They're going to be at home at least against Cincinnati, against Kansas City. You hope they can go on the road for two NFC games, which in the terms of uh, tiebreakers and NFC loss is not as significant in NFC. So I think we all agree it's going to be important, but I don't think it's going to be as important as some people are um, are getting after. So let's get to some of these callers, Lance. I'm sure they want to chime in on this L. Le'Veon Bell situation uh, first call, yeah. I think this is I, – I think this is – hold on. I think this is Vito from New Jersey. They got to stop. They got to stop. Take their phones Vito, away right there. now. Take them away. <laughs> Vito, you there, my friend? Hey, how are you, my friend? <laughs> my wife's nuts. They don't want to go to bed. Good evening, gentlemen. How are you? You hear me, right, yelling? Oh, that was great. That was great. It's a, it's a, it's a – it's a glimpse into the, the Vito Mangan house. It's great. What's going on, Vito? I'm listening to what you guys said, and I'm thinking about one thing. In the playoff game against Cincinnati, we didn't have um, Le'Veon Bell and we didn't have Williams, and we, we, we just barely won that game. And I think because mm-hmm. we got lucky somehow by, by having Shazier come up with a big play to win that game. Now, I don't know if Bell is in there, if it's an easier win, but what I'm thinking about is, as a ball player, and if you look at Bell's track record the last few years, as great as the guy is, he hasn't played a full season, he's gotten hurt, and and everybody knows he's a great threat. But what I think to myself is, why doesn't he build himself up as a human being? Why does he allow stupid things like this to happen? Number one, to jeopardize his career, to hurt his income, to hurt his potential. I mean, for a guy as good as he is, well, maybe maybe he, maybe everybody's making him out to be better than he really is, and, and I think his downfall is that he's a little cocky, and, and this is why these things are happening to him. It's a way for him, you know, he's going to have to realize sooner or later that he's got to become humble, and if he really wants to be one of the best running backs since, you know, Walter Payton or some of the other greats, he's got to change his attitude, and I think that has a lot to do with why he is where he's at now and why we're talking about him the way he is. But I still think, and correct me if I'm wrong, Lance, I still think Pittsburgh could find a way to win without having him on the field. They they have no choice. I mean, when your best player goes down, you have to try to plug in people there that are going to make it happen. This is This is how life is built. This is how companies are built. This is how stories are made, and this is how, you know, people succeed in life. They just, you know, somebody steps up when someone else falls down. Correct me if I'm wrong. No, they'll, they'll, they'll be okay offensively. I mean, they've got a well of the talent. You know, however, I mean, you are losing two extremely productive ball players in Bell and Bryant. Right. Luckily for them, they're deep as can be on that side of the football. Given how young they are on a defensive side of football, you know, they're going to need those points. You know, so – you know, and Bell is a well of a football player, and he's one of the best running backs in the National Football League. But one thing that always happens, and, you know, you see – we've seen it with the big kid. Like, you know, you'll have a kid in your neighborhood that's nine years old, but he's 
like five ten, and he looks like he's fourteen, and people think he has that maturity of that age of fourteen. And it happens all the time. Just because Le'Veon Bell is very good and very accomplished on the football field, somehow we think that that translates into a level of maturity. Clearly, in his case, it may not. And he's going to pay the price, unfortunately, unfortunately, if he is suspended. And like you said, Vito, he's going to to cost himself a lot of money. And where he is right now, if he gets suspended for this, is – he is what he is. He's just a young, immature guy that happens to just be a very good football player. Yep. Well, I mean, yep. you know, Zita, you bring up the Cincinnati Bengals wild card game last year, and I think in in the the whole mix of this Lady on Pelmas, and even as we get into like the Antonio Brown discussion, people are forgetting the the straw that stirs the drink, so to speak, for the Steelers, and that is Ben Roethlisberger. It was Roethlisberger that got hurt in that game. Uh, remember, Landry Jones was the one that threw the interception to Vontez Perfect. Then Shazier had to have the strip fumble and uh, recovery. Roethlisberger came out basically not being able to throw the ball more than 20 yards. If Roethlisberger is healthy, in my opinion, it doesn't matter if Le'Veon Bell's back there or not. If Roethlisberger is back there, this team can contend. That's who I, I'm most concerned about is, is number seven. If he can stay healthy, they are going to contend. If Bell's out for the year, they can contend if seven is healthy. That's the most important thing for me. But you're right. It, it, this this whole situation with Le'Veon Bell reeks of immaturity. It reeks of stupidity. I hope that he goes into the appeal process, he wins it, and proves that whatever kind of negative connotation we, as in the people that cover the team, like myself and behind the curtain.com have given him, and honestly, rightfully so, up to date, I hope he makes us eat crow and makes us apologize and say, you know what, we were wrong, you know, kudos to you, because that means the Steelers have a better chance of winning a Super Bowl. But if he is suspended, I think they'll be okay. Good stuff. Another question for you is this. I know you guys brought up, because of this whole incident, they may franchise him to keep him around. Uh, I think that was mentioned on one of the posts the other night on uh, Behind the Steel Curtain. Correct me if I'm wrong. Now, my other question was, if Roethlisberger is not hurt in the Cincinnati game, he probably doesn't throw that ball high the way he does, which sailed, and Brown had to go up and get it, and that's what caused him to get hurt and knocked out of the game. So let's go to fast forward to the Denver Broncos game. Would you rather have Martavis Bryant on the field, or would you rather have Antonio Brown on the field? You know, I I, I, I try to stay away from backtracking. You know, know, it was what it was. They played very well. They had a op- great opportunity to win the game before a young ball player, Toussaint Overture, <laughs> as I saw him, fumbled. They played well as a ball game. They fumbled. The better team won the game. That That's just where it was. And it's unfortunate that they had the injuries that they did. And I was watching the 2015 chronicling of the Steelers season on NFL Network, and I forgot – and I do podcasts every week, and I just forgot the extent of the injuries that they had. I mean, you forget that Pouncey was out all year. They had four place kickers. Ben gets hurt four games. You know, Bell gets hurt. Bryant's out. I mean, you just – these litany of injuries. It's a very good football team. If they stay healthy, they're going to have a very successful season. I'm just looking at it at the finest of details and being able to get that one or two seed that makes it that much easier for you to get to the Super Bowl because we all know, as sports fans and as Steelers fans, just how hard it is 
to get to the big dams. Now, Vito, I'm not going to pull. I'm not going to pull a lance and dance on your question. If I have to choose Martavis Bryant or Antonio Brown, take Antonio Brown every day and twice on Sundays because he is that good, and his connection with Roethlisberger is that good. You watch the film from 2015. When they're on the field together, it is almost unstoppable. So I'm going to answer your question. You got anything else for us, quick, Vito, because we got some other calls we got to get to. No, that's it, gentlemen. Have a good evening. Thanks for the uh, show tonight. Appreciate it. No problem. Thanks for calling in, Vito. All right, Lance, did you, did you, you were trying to say something, I think, before we got Vito on the air. Uh, is there something you want to add, or you want to get the next caller? Make sure, Jeff, as we start this year out, we do not get hit by that guy you know I'm talking about. Bro. I know, man. Let's go ahead and I know. Who, hey, hey. <laughs> I'll, be quick on the, I'll be quick on the dump, all right? I'll be quick on the dump. All right, here we go. Let's get uh, the next call. He's in, this person's been waiting patiently, 865-951-1946. You're on with Jeff and Lance. Go ahead. Hello, 865-951. You're on the air. Jeff and Lance, go ahead. Hey. All right. We're on. Oh, well, hold on. Hold on. Well, hold on. Yeah, go hey, ahead. Guys, uh, am, I, am I the one up? Yes, sir. You're on the air. Go ahead. Hey, just a quick question. With 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 these couple guys suspended, we're going to make high bucks this year. Does that... Uh, make them, like, less desirable in the marketplace so we have a better chance to re-sign them? In terms of Le'Veon Bell, I don't think so. I think with Le'Veon Bell, he's such a good player. You know, he's going to be coveted by everybody in the National Football League. And if he has some plausible explanation, depending on how well or how much you need him, you know, he's getting money anywhere. If he gets to the open market, he's going to get paid a, a you know a ton of money. In terms of Martavis Bryant, he's under contract. Let's see if I'm wrong, Jeff. Another two seasons, right? Because I don't think he accrues a season yeah. uh, because of him sitting out completely. So I think they have him on, on the cheap for the next two years. So, uh, but the drug suspensions in the case of Martavis Bryant, I think, will severely impact how much he signs elsewhere. Because I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong again, Jeff, if he pops positive or fails the test again, I think his NFL career is possibly in jeopardy. Well, yeah, if he gets popped again, he gets, which technically he's already had that indefinite suspension. It's assumed that it's going to be a year. But he gets popped again, he's in Josh Gordon territory where he basically is out until he appeals consistently. And obviously we just saw Josh Gordon come back. Um, and then the commissioner would have to reinstate him. But here's my question for you, Anton Caller. I appreciate you bringing this up. You say Le'Veon Bell is going to make his money, and I agree with you 100%. However, with the fact that he would, if this suspension holds up, if he is on the second strike, wouldn't that impact not necessarily the money he's given but the duration of the contract? Wouldn't you think that someone will be a little bit more hesitant to give him a five-year deal considering the fact that if he gets busted one more time, he's looking at a six-, ten-, or year-long suspension depending on what the infraction was? No, I think he'll still get a five-year deal. I mean, most of the deals, the way they're structured anyway, you know, it, it's a you – know, they they reevaluate the deals after year three anyway. So they'll probably put some balloon in there. Paragraph five will jump up extremely high or something where 
both parties will come to the table, look at year three, and reevaluate the contract anyway. So if something were to go wrong, you know, they'll just cut him. You know, they'll just cut him. But they yeah. will give him a five-year deal to spread the hit out. They won't. They yeah. definitely won't give him a short contract. I mean, it, it'll be a typical contract, and if he just, you know, and, and they'll get out from under it. Okay, Carla, do you have anything else before they go? Well, okay. I, no, I, my major concern was how this would impact us long term, rather than just this year. And obviously, the impact will be this year. But, but, uh, in long term, I guess you're basically saying it doesn't really help their signability. Yeah, for Brian, it no, definitely I mean, doesn't yeah, help. Yeah, yeah, for Brian, it definitely doesn't help. For 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 Le'Veon, it it doesn't matter. Uh, you know, he's just a, and we all know. I mean, we watch the NFL. We're we're, we're diehard fans. It's, it's all about production. I mean, Lawrence Taylor played in the league for years and was had numerous issues and off field issues and issues and struggles. And you know, somehow he continued to get paid. He's going to get paid. That that's going to happen. It's just a question of will he be the highest paid player in the NFL at that position, or will he just it will be in the top ten. But but Le'Veon's getting paid. He's getting money. Yeah, I, I agree. It, it, it depends on the situation. So so we benefit nothing then by. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to look at, look for a glimmer of light in this whole thing, and I thought maybe that was it, but I guess maybe I'm wrong. No, the Steelers yeah, will I mean, save he, money. They, they are going to save money. You know, you know, they, he has lost some leverage, but it, it's just a question to how much. He he's still going to make a significant chunk uh, from the Steelers. He's not going to go from potentially getting, you know, ten million a year to suddenly getting one. You know, he's still going to be probably around, you know, top five, you know, top five to top ten in running back salary when maybe it was one to five. But he's going to be in the top ten salaries in the NFL for running backs, regardless of the four games suspension. Okay. Thanks, buddy. No problem. Thanks for calling. We appreciate it as always. All right, Lance, you got a couple more calls here, believe it or not. I think I recognize this number. Get uh, the next one on the air here. Computer will work. Here we go. Three four seven four zero six seven two zero one. You're on with Jeff and Lance. Go ahead. What's up, fellas? This is Bryce calling from Brooklyn. What's up, Bryce? How's it going? <laughs> What's going on, Lance? Good to see you back on the show, man. You know, I had to take a break. They take a break, so I take a break. But Jeff is Jeff doesn't <laughs> take a break, so I take a break for Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I gotta say, man. I'm going to have to go to Aaron Rodgers' route on this whole situation and tell people to relax, R-E-L-A-X. Look, is it stupid? Yes, we all know that. Do you want to see Le'Veon miss four games? No, no one wants to see that. Um, but I'm more in the, in, the, in, the, in the mindset to worry if, it, if he's popped and it became a 10-game suspension. Now you have a problem. Look, the man missed two games last year. Martavis missed four games last year. And like Jeff said, this offense is built, particularly since, I would say, 2004, to plug-and-play guys. 
um, you know, a ton of injuries in 2004 and five, and they were able to overcome. And the Patriots and Steelers have set that standard, and the Ravens have followed suit for the most part. I'm not worried because we've got number seven, and number seven is elite. And with the pieces he has in place, I'm not worried about Le'Veon Bell. I don't want to. I mean, I don't want to see him act like a knucklehead. But come back, get help, get yourself on straight, and run the football. And then hopefully. You get a contract. The Steelers do have leverage, but he is going to be paid like a top ten player, and he should. So I think they'll work it out. I'm more concerned with making sure they work out the Castro's deal and making sure that finally they get to A.B., hook him up some way so when time comes to extend him, he's a Steeler for life. Um, those are the things that I'm more concerned with I want to see get done. Le'Veon Bell, it is what it is. You know, it's not anything I think we, I'm, I'm going to be overly super worried about, even though it is disgusting because he's missing four games for stupidity. I, I, I agree with you. I mean, I, I just want him to be professional. If indeed he gets suspended. Because, you know, now you're in the faux brand, you're getting these random tests. You yeah. know, something else could happen, and all of a sudden it's ten games. And these right. are the type of things that prevent you from winning Super Bowls. Yes. Be a professional. Stay focused. Get that ring. You know, get that ring. I mean, I look. I don't care if you want to be an MC. I don't care if you <laughs> hang around with Snoop. Only thing my concern is does that take away from your ability to help the Pittsburgh Steelers win a Super Bowl? You're a grown man. It's your time. Do what you want to do. But be a professional. That's that, that. That's all. Make the job easier for number seven. Right? right. We know seven's elite. Make it easier for him. Just be professional. That that's it. You know, you want the responsibility of being the best, and part of being the best, you have to carry that mantle of professionalism, and you have to be accountable, and you have to be present. And you have to show up and be there and produce. So if you want to be that guy, be that guy. That, that, that's all I'm saying. But the Steelers will be okay. But just, just don't jeopardize that one or two seed. That wild card run is difficult. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, for me, oh, oh, this go, ahead, Jeff. go ahead, Bryce. Go ahead. No, 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 you go, Jeff. Yeah, I'm sorry. Ahead. All right. Um, no, I, I mean, I'm just going to. <laughs> Go ahead, Jeff. I'm sorry. I think the most really frustrating to me is that you look at everyone wants to compare Martavis Bryant and Le'Veon Bell. Martavis Bryant entered the NFL in the system. He had issues in college that were documented. People knew about it. The Steelers took him anyway. A lot of people passed on him because of those issues, and now he's sitting out for a year. Le'Veon right. Bell did not come into the NFL in the system. He came right. in with a clean slate, and now all of a sudden he's on two strikes. That just shows real grade-A stupidity in my mind. And it's something that, like we talked about with the past few callers, is going to hurt him financially in the long term. But um, it's just a frustrating situation. I'm hopeful. I'm not going to bank money on it. I'm hopeful that somehow the appeal works and that he right. gets it reduced or maybe even eliminated. But I'm also not stupid enough to think that I'm going to bank on that. So what else you got for us, Bryce? Yeah, and I mean, look, <laughs> I mean, look, we're talking about a, a franchise-type tailback, and I get that. But we still got number seven in the quarterback. There's another guy who, 
You know, at the time, probably thought he was really smart, number 12 in New England, until he tried to fight the league. And, you know, too bad that your team signed that collective bargaining agreement because you gave that guy all that power, and he was going to beat you either way. When he became about the power of the NFL, it moved beyond football. And so he's serving his four-game suspension. Now, you want to talk about competing for the one or two seed in the AFC. That's a team you're going to be competing with, and they're not going to have their guy for the first four games. So, you know, people are assuming the Patriots automatically go 0 and 2, I mean 2 and 2, but what if they mess around and go 1 and 3 or or lose those games? Now, you know, it's changing the landscape of the of the of the of the conference. Do I think they'll go 1 and 3? I could see 2 and 2, but 1 and 3 could happen if one of those teams jump up and catch them. So, losing Le'Veon's a problem, but we overcame it last year. I think we'll overcome it the first four games this year. There, Lance. Well, we'll definitely see. I mean, we'll definitely see. Let's just let's just cross our fingers. It wasn't really him. It wasn't really him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, I've, and, used, I, I've used that excuse, and it's worked a couple of times. <laughs> it wasn't me. You know, people say I look like Cedric the Entertainer. I've used it a couple of times. That wasn't me. <laughs> Maybe it was Cedric the Entertainer. That wasn't me. That, I, I was at home. But that was before you get tracked on every application that you use on your phone. You could use that in the 90s. I don't know if you could use that now, but for Macy Lafayette, maybe he's getting away with it. You know, I think that the Steelers – they're actually more equipped to deal with the losses of Le'Veon and Martavis in the first, you know, in these first games than they were last year. And the reason why I say that is because if you if Pouncey comes back healthy, you'll have a Pouncey to start the season. That adds to the offensive line, and you've got a third down, a third running back that really emerged in the playoffs that he can run the football. So you've got a guy behind D'Angelo Williams. Let's just say D'Angelo starts to show signs of slowing. You know, still can, you know, play well, but not as dynamic. Well, now you've got number 33 back there at the third running back. He runs the football pretty well. So I think they're in a nice position to be able to maintain what they do. And if Ladarius Green is healthy, that's a tight end that can stretch the field. So I think they'll be in good shape. I hope so. Yeah, I love the fact Pouncey's coming back. I want that guy to stay healthy. He takes that offensive line to another level. I don't disagree. I don't disagree. All right, right, Bryce. Thanks for the phone call. We appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate it, guys. Talk to you soon. All right, man. All right, Randy, got one more caller here, and uh, we'll see if we can get this on the air here. All right, let's see if the computer works. Here we go, 585-288-1279. You're on with Jeff and Lance. Go ahead. Hey, Jeff and Lance. Uh, my name is Joe. I'm from upstate New York. And uh, my question here tonight is um, not defending uh, Le'Veon Bellinelli, I mean, he's a young man. He needs to become a big man, and uh, like everybody stated pretty much tonight. But the other question is, as far as the league goes, uh, leaking information is something uh, that's in the agreements 
uh, that they can't do, and I'm just wondering when they're going to be held responsible, you know, for what they for what they do. It's kind of like, you know, mm-hmm. can you take them to court with your lawyer, kind of like Tom did last year, and maybe get this pushed to next year, something like that, or is that not even a uh, question or answer? Hey, we all know what's going to happen. King Roger, nothing's going to happen. I mean, I mean, I mean, I don't even know, you know, if, if it's worth it probably at that point for the player to go down that road, you know, just hold on to your money. You're going to get suspended for a game. You're getting suspended anyway for four games and losing cash. You probably just stay away from that and just, you know, try to make it the test, you know, moving forward. Uh, but the leaking of information well, is bad. It is, it is bad that we know. And all that information gets out there, but you know, unfortunately, that's just part of how this all plays itself out. Yeah, I mean, it's just well, the yeah, governing he, body is getting too strong to have these guys a chance. And I know they made mistakes, and mistakes should be taken care of, and and, and you're going to get punished for mistakes, just like our government, things of that nature. But there's just too much power, and like, when is it going to be more of an even playing field it's between the the franchises and the in the in the, the players? It's almost like you know, like if you don't get a lawyer, kind of like Tom did or something, it's it's a good chance you, uh, even if you were somewhat right, um, you know, you're you're wrong no matter what. And once you're tagged, you know, that's it. Yeah, you bring up a really good point with the information leaking because the NFL has got an issue here, and it's it's the fact that everyone that covers the NFL, whether it's a behindthesteelcurtain.com type art, um, article or whether it's a Pittsburgh Post Gazette or an NFL.com. Currently, they, they are writing a potential four-game suspension. And the reason is, is that the NFL has not officially stated yet, as far as I'm concerned, as far, I'm, I, I've watched as close as anybody, they have not officially stated that Le'Veon Bell is suspended for four games. That doesn't mean it hasn't happened. Um, I'm pretty sure I read the NFL does not have to release that information, although they have in the past. I don't understand. They've got some issues to deal with. And if, if I'm Le'Veon Bell and I'm really fighting for these four games because it's your contract year, I'm going to throw. I'm going to pull out any stops that I can. If that means you're looking towards litigation, I wouldn't be shocked if if they they decide to go that route and see what happens. But that's just one of the many kinks in the NFL armor, the shield, so to speak. But like Lance alluded to, Roger Goodell has all the power, and there were 31 teams that signed that seat collective bargaining agreement. There was only one that didn't. We all know who that is: the Pittsburgh Steelers. That so I guess, unfortunately, the Steelers have to live with everyone else's decision to give him all that power. Do you have anything else before we let you go? No, no, that's it. I just didn't know if you guys had heard the same thing about the information being leaked and um, how they're not going to be held. Well, I don't know if they're going to be held responsible. I hope they are, but, um, you know, maybe maybe not this year but next. But I think Tom Brady opened the door with, with getting legal inv- uh, getting legal tender getting uh, involved with it, and I thought that maybe he would have the same opportunity and, you know, maybe push this off to next year and then let's roll the dice to see what happens. But. Uh, I guess we'll see either way. But uh, thank you, guys. First-time caller, and uh, you guys do a great job. Have a great night. Thanks Thanks for calling. Thanks a lot. All right, Lance, good time to stop. I do want to connect the dots here between Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown. We're going to get to that after a word from our sponsor. Smart or stupid? 
Those strobing lights in your rear view? That flashlight shining in your face? License, registration, and insurance, please. The little adventure you're about to have with this guy? Uh, I'll need you to step out of the vehicle, please. Okay, so you've done something stupid. Fix it with a smart move. For DUI or criminal defense, call Frank Walker of FrankWalkerLaw.com. He knows his way around a courtroom. 412-532-6805. 412-532-6805 or FrankWalkerLaw.com. That's FrankWalkerLaw.com to see how he can help you in your time of need and also other sponsor of Centerfield Smoke, the best and most unique Pittsburgh sports apparel provider for Pittsburgh fans everywhere. Centerfieldsmoke.com is their website. Maybe Le'Veon Bell is going to be calling Frank Walker. All right, but, you know, let's, let's uh, all kidding aside. I want <laughs> – he could use him. He could maybe use him. But I mean, if he's hey, – anyways, <laughs> all kidding aside. Frank, Frank, Frank um, will be yeah. happy. Frank will be very happy if he gets a call from Le'Veon Bell. Yes, that's a high-profile case right there. Hey, I'll put in a good word. We'll call up our sponsor the gate. Reach out to Le'Veon. He might need your help. You might need to go after King Roger. All right, but here's here's my question for you, Ed. Um, I kind of I wrote the article today. We're talking about Antonio Brown now, and you know, it, is, it was broken by Adam Schefter earlier this morning. This is, that was Wednesday. That Antonio Brown is not happy with his contract. Why would he be? Obviously, if you looked at the numbers, not good. I think he's 18th on OverTheCap.com in terms of overall monetary value, and he's the best receiver in the league. But he said he's going to report to camp. He's going to be the good citizen that he's always been. He's never missed anything despite being one of the most grossly underpaid players in the league. This kind of reminds me of a similar situation with Mike Wallace. Mike Wallace was disgruntled contract year, didn't want to sign any tag of any kind, and then what does the Steelers do? We're going to give the money to Antonio Brown. Tell, bear with me here. So, Le'Veon Bell could have been due to get a pretty hefty contract uh, prior to 2016. Maybe they're trying to get him on the cheap. Then all of a sudden, the suspension comes with potential suspension, I'll say. Okay, the suspension comes. He's going to be out for four games. Now he's in the second strike of the policy. Now all of a sudden, you've got this good citizen over here, Antonio Brown, best in the league. Is there a chance that the Steelers pull on us the same exact thing as they did with Mike Wallace and say, you know what, Le'Veon Bell? We're going to give your money to Antonio Brown, and we're going to take some of that money because Antonio Brown hopefully will be able to restructure or get an extension or a new contract altogether. We're going to sign David DeCastro, too, with that money. Do you think that these two situations could be connected almost like they were back with Mike Wallace? Oh, Jeff, what's your secret? Have you been playing Secret Sleuth in the offseason? Have you been no, searching no. for all the, the little nuggets? And you, hey, man, you hit that on the head. Not only will that happen, I will probably guarantee you it's already happened. First of all, when you look at the three players, you know, the Steelers probably value A.B. first to Castro, then Le'Veon anyway. Especially given given Antonio Brown's production. I mean, he has the most receptions in NFL history in a two-year period. And he's second in that two-year period in yards. And and his and, and the relationship between him and Ben Roethlisberger is ridiculous. So he was going to he's going to get his money, and DeCastro's going to get his money as well. They love where that offensive line is right now. 
and they absolutely don't want to see that offensive line take a back seat. So I think Le'Veon Bell, and given the running back position and how running backs get hurt, of the three, I think Le'Veon Bell was the last priority anyway. So I think that money is absolutely going to A.B. and David DeCastro. And you're right on the money, Jeff. His contract, A.B., is number 18. And I think when you look at the contracts, I think he's looking at a contract, you know, that Julio Jones, Demarius Thomas, Dez, Bryant deal, total value around $70 million, $14 million on average, you know, with about 35 to 40 guarantees, you know, about half the deal guarantees, you know, A.J. Green is the number one in ter- deal in terms of averages per year with a total value of $60 million. His averages are $15 million a year, but he only had $26 million guaranteed, and the average is only $6.6 million. So I think he's looking at a $70 million deal in that range somewhere with about half of it guaranteed, but in the total guarantees around that 35 to $40 million mark. I think he's going to get his money. And, and, and that's what happens. Le'Veon put his money into play. You know, if he gets suspended, his money is in play. Yeah, no, I agree 100%. Now, my question for you, you I agree. Antonio Brown's going to get his money. And I, I'm going to trust on your bank of knowledge, and, and you check over the cap.com way more than I do about where he should be in terms of uh, guaranteed money and yearly salary and all that stuff. That's your pedigree almost. Here's my question for you, which is kind of like what I wanted to focus on today, is do you think Antonio Brown is going to get that new contract before the 2016 season? Because remind you, let me remind you that the Steelers do not typically negotiate with players that do not take snaps under center or quarterbacks until they have only a year left in their contract. Antonio Brown has two. Do you think they break the mold and, and give him a new deal in 2000, before 2016? I think they absolutely do. I mean, they've already broken the mold with him a couple of times. They gave him a long-term deal before his last year in his first contract. You know, they gave him his deal early. And I argued to the ends of the earth that I thought that was a bad move. And I thought they should have made him play in the last year of his deal and made him a restricted free agent and did him that way like typical restricted free agents at that time are done. They didn't choose to do that. They also did something very different that they typically don't do is they gave him more paragraph five, more salary last year because they knew he was underpaid. I forget what the total amount was, but they gave him a couple extra million on his paragraph five, his base salary. So they recognize the value of Antonio Brown, and I think he's going to get, they're going to do the deal. They can't have him. I think that would be bad business. I mean, you have to pay at some point in time. You have to reward a guy for putting up historic NFL numbers. We're not talking just regular numbers. These are bananas, Madden, PS3, PS4, Xbox One numbers. I mean, you couldn't do this on a video game, the type of numbers that he's putting up. You have to reward that. If you don't, I think it sets a very bad precedent in the locker room. 
and I think it even looks bad to free agents who are looking at the Steelers as a potential place to play. Get the A-B deal done. Let A-B do what he do. And isn't it funny, Jeff, when Steelers fans were concerned about Antonio Brown dancing on, uh, dancing with the stars, that's a little benign compared to uh, potentially Le'Veon Bell getting the four-game suspension. But A.B. is going to get paid. He is going to get paid, and the cast is going to get paid as well. As they should, in my opinion. But, you know, Antonio Brown, and I know you watch film. And I know you've been texting me. You've been watching some of the 2015 film. Um, I went back and was watching some of myself. And, and really, you just watched the Oakland Raider game. You just see that when it, when Ben Roethlisberger and Antonio Brown are on the field together, I'm not I, I don't use this word, you know, lackadaisically. They're almost unstoppable. It's 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 uncanny how Roethlisberger knows how to throw Antonio Brown open in certain situations. They know exactly where the other is going to be. They I mean it's it, it's a true joy to watch if you like watching good football. Precise football, precision is the name of the game with these two guys. You would be stupid not to sign him. Now, Antonio Brown has, I would say, he's got a, another good six years left in the league. I mean, he's been a relatively healthy guy uh, outside of the concussion last year. He had an ankle injury early in his career. Other than that, he doesn't get teed up very often. He's very smart and takes care of his body. I, I definitely think that Antonio Brown gets paid. I don't know if he's going to get the new contract before 2016. They might kind of do what they did last year, where they kind of throw throw more bonus money his way, um, keeping him happy, uh, but at the same time knowing that you're just kicking the can down the street. You're going to pay Antonio Brown. It's just a matter of when you're going to do it. Um, And so that's my take on it. But Antonio Brown, people were kind of up in arms when he said what he did. Look at the other players in the NFL and you could, if you have them in front of them, go ahead and name them off, that are getting paid more than he is, and not rightfully so. I mean, I'm sorry. Um, you can talk about Des Bryant. I mean, what has Des Bryant done recently that, um, that equates to him making that much more money? Antonio Brown has the best. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Let me get you – you asked for the names. Let me give you the names. So we're going to go from 17 to 1. Pierre Garçon, Crabtree, Brandon Marshall, Jordy Nelson, Randall Cobb, Alan Hearns from the Jags. Nobody from the Jags should get more than Antonio Brown, period. Jeremy <laughs> Macklin, Larry Fitzgerald, Vincent Jackson, Keenan Allen, Calvair, Doug Baldwin, Ty Hilton, Dez Bryant, Demarius Thomas, Julio Jones, Alshon Jeffrey, and A.J. Green. The only player you could possibly say would be Julio and Dez. But even then, Antonio's more consistent to both of those guys. You know, it, 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 he, yeah. deserves, he deserves to get paid. Now, the Castro being an unrestricted free agent in 2017, they may make him wait, but I, I think they're going to do something for the Castro as well. I mean, it's you like to get these guys dealt with because their value, if they continue to play as the Steelers think they're going to play because they're going to pay them, it's just going to cost more. Get, get the deal done. Yeah. Get the guys happy. Go win championships. 
I I think that DeCastro is going to get the same treatment that Cam Hayward did last year. I think they're going to lock him up before the season starts. You don't want to have to pay that fifth-year option if you sign him to a new deal. Typically, you can get that number reduced. That could help you possibly sign a right. I am going to – I think that DeCastro will be the first sign of the Steelers this offseason in terms of training camp to the first game. And that will hopefully open up the door, help them wiggle some room around, and then they look at some of the bigger-name guys. But I definitely think if you're looking at the three big free agents, DeCastro, Brown, and Bell, that two of the three are going to get signed. Now, Le'Veon Bell de facto kind of took himself out of that sense. Look, I'm looking at A.B. and DeCastro. It will be interesting to see, Um, really interesting. But, yeah, I mean, Des Bryant's on that list. What the hell has he done? Antonio Brown, what I was saying was, Antonio Brown has had a NFL historic three straight seasons in terms of receptions, in terms of yardage, in terms of consistency. It is ridiculous. Pay the man, period. Enough talk about it. Let's, let's finish this thing up here, Lance. We've gone a little bit over an hour, and I don't think fans will mind too much. Training camp starts Thursday, which is tomorrow for those who are listening live. It could be today if you're listening on podcast. Training camp is here. It's a boring day. They show up in their Rolls Voices or back when Kiesel was on the team, they roll up in their tractors and James Harrison squeezes his gigantic frame into a smart car. It's stupid. And they all sit there and they give him a sound bite and they walk into the dorms. They do their run test. Casey Hansen's not here anymore to fail it, so no one fails the run test anymore. <laughs> and then Mike, Mike Tomlin has a little press conference. Then they go off Friday and they have a non-padded practice and it's not until Saturday that they actually put the pads on and have a real big boy practice. So Regardless of the fact it's it's their back, it's it's information. They're going to have players that start on the pup list. It's going to be up on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com as soon as we know about it tomorrow. My question for you is, let's talk about battles that you're looking to watch. Training camp position battles. It can be offense. It can be defense. It doesn't matter to me. Is there one or two or however many you want, really? Position battles, you're like, I am looking at this closely this, this preseason. Since I take the defensive side of the ball, if you don't listen to the show, listeners, typically Jeff's the offensive guy, I'm the defensive guy. I'm going to go on the defensive side of football, and I'm going to say uh, Robert Golden versus Sean Davis. But that's a battle that I'm right. going to be looking forward uh, to seeing how that plays itself out. I'll give you one on defense, too, unless you give another one, or you, is that it? No, that's going to be the one I'm looking at. I think – uh, the nose tackle, you know, who's going to emerge as the starting yeah. nose tackle is going to be interesting yeah, as that's well. It. That's but, it. But, but but I think but I think the Sean Davis one, uh, you know, get, get just looking at just given the secondary, looking at the losses of Boykin, Allen, Blake, you know, and the additions of Davis, Burns, and Golson, I, I think it's going to be how those three additions, those young players, and I'm a sense I'm calling Golson a rookie because he didn't play last year how those three young guys are integrated into this defense and just how well they play very early in their careers. It's going to be critical, I think, that they get some contributions from those three guys. But I'm looking at Golden versus Davis, and I would give the edge to Golden right right now. Yeah, absolutely. Now, on offense, I'm going to give you two that I'm really looking forward to watching. The first is at left tackle. We have Ryan Harris, who was brought in from the Denver Broncos as a, as a uh, free agent. He played. He won a Super Bowl. He was not perfect. Mike Munchak might be able to help that young man tremendously. Against 
Big Al, Alejandro Villanueva. He impressed a lot of people last year when Kelvin Beecham went down midway through the season. He got better each week. I want to see who wins that battle. It's going to be tough. I think it's going to be Big Al, but it's going to be interesting to watch. And the other one, with Martavis Bryant out of it, everyone is assuming Sammy Coates is going to step in. Darius Hayward Bay represented himself well last year when Martavis Bryant was suspended earlier in the year. That's going to be a battle to watch for me, that wide receiver three spot. I'm really intrigued by Sammy Coates, but everyone that's so on the bandwagon, in my opinion, is just jumping the gun a little bit too much because the sample size is so small. He had one really good game against Denver, but I still want to see whether this guy can catch the football with regularity in the National Football League, and I think that's going to be a preseason battle to watch. I think it's going to be Darius Hayward Bay at the beginning of the season, but I could see Sandy Coates going over DHB um, and being that third wide receiver by maybe week eight, week week nine in the in the in the season. What do you think about those two? I think those are excellent. I thought, I think those are two excellent battles to watch uh, in, in this training camp. I, I love the where you're going with the DHB. I, I would agree with that. I, I think they'd rather go with the veteran early unless Sammy Coates' athleticism and his ability to catch the ball just is so mind-boggling. But DHB is an incredible athlete. Ton of speed gives you the vertical threat, vertical element. And I, and I think to a certain extent, I, I, I think the offense this year, until that third wide receiver position gets hashed out or until it resolves itself, I, I think it's going to be a little tight end centric. I think we're going to see more 12 personnel with Green and, and, and Jesse James. Uh, don't for, so I, don't I, forget too offensively. Don't, don't forget offensively with D'Angelo Williams in the backfield. You're going to see more Roosevelt mix too. He was much more in the mix after Le'Veon Bell went down. We know Bell does not prefer to have. He doesn't like to have a fullback with D'Angelo. Though they will put Nick's out there more. So it's going to change your personnel grouping a little bit. Yeah. So it's good. But the one thing on offense, we both agree. Yeah, they can give it to you in a variety of ways. I mean, they, they they can give it to you. They can stress you. They got enough personnel to really stress, you know, whatever you bring in. They, they got an answer, and they got seven back there being able to get it done and get it to everybody too. So offensively, they're going to be right. They're, they're going to be right this year. And hopefully when Bell comes back or if he gets doesn't get suspended, it's great. If he does, they're going to be right on, on offense you know, when they get all that stuff clicking and, and going. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Lance, uh, it's been a great show. I'm going to give you the soapbox if you want it to talk to the, the fans out there before the season starts. If you want to go ahead and have your time. No, no real soapbox. I'm, I'm just excited for some football. I mean, you know, not being, not getting into politics too much, but it's been a trying time for the country. I think with training camp starting, I think it's great. It's a distraction, I think, that the country needs a little bit to take their mind off some serious stuff. So I hope all you guys out there that are the Pittsburgh Steelers fans just enjoy this season. Don't take it for granted. Uh, and just enjoy it however it plays itself out. Absolutely. I'm going to end this way tomorrow, Thursday. If you're listening on podcast, check out BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. We are starting with our second annual Training Camp Confidential. It's essentially two to three days of wall-to-wall training camp coverage. We've got commentary. We've got features, schedule breakdowns, player position analysis. You name it, we've got it. 
my my team of writers has been busy for the last month getting this stuff together. And instead of putting it all out in one day, we're stretching out to two to three days. It's going to be great. While there's no real news because the players are just rolling into camp, we're going to have you covered. Wall-to-wall coverage, Steelers, training camp confidential, BTFC, second year in a row. And make sure you check that out. As always, we thank our sponsors, Frank Walker Law and Centerfield Smoke. Hey, until next time, Lance. Good show. Appreciate it as always. We'll see you next time. Bye. My name is Spencer Hall. My name is Jason Kirk. My name is Ryan Nanny. And when we combine, we form the, the Shutdown, Shutdown Fullcast. Keep telling you, we're not Voltron. The Shutdown Fullcast is technically a college football podcast, but it's also a show about lawn care disasters, regional grocery stores we love, Tennessee Batman, homeowners associations, bears and video games. I mean, there's also some actual football discussion, like about coaches having huge contracts, or coaches making terrible decisions, or coaches saying really stupid things. Or the NCAA saying really stupid things. Yeah, there's lots of stupid things in this big, dumb, beautiful sport. Sometimes we talk about football games. Allegedly. If you want to take college football exactly as seriously as it deserves to be taken, come find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to podcasts like this one. The Shutdown Fullcast! It's not Voltron. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.